Praise God. We're going to be going to the book of Judges. My God. Amen. And the young people should be learning the books of the Bible. Amen. They, they know it's 66 books, right? Mm -hmm. 66 books of the Bible. Amen. We're going to Judges, which is in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Judges. Y'all got it? The book of Judges. So who all got their Bibles? Amen. 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 If any young person brought a Bible, we'll give you a prize today. Anybody bring their Bible? You got, is that your Bible? Is that, who brought their Bible? Jashon, okay, we give you a present. The young people, you're a young person? Okay. <laughs> all the young folks, praise God, you brought your Bible. We trying to encourage them to bring their Bible. Yeah. Even if, if you got it on, we had, even encourage them. You got a cell phone, you want a Bible app, that's okay. But you you got to you you got to you've got to bring your Bibles. Yeah. We we've been trying to encourage y'all, okay? So um, if you have judges, we're gonna go to chapter seven. All right. Amen. Praise God. You better work. Judges work. chapter seven. We're gonna read verses one through. Let's see, one through ten. Praise God. Then Jeroboam who is Gideon, and all the people that were with him rose up early and pitched beside the well of Harod so that the host of the Midianites were on the north side of them by the hill of Morah in the valley. And the Lord said unto Gideon, The people that are with thee are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hands, lest Israel vaunt themselves against me, saying, Mine own hand hath saved me. Now therefore go to, proclaim in the ears of the people, saying, Whosoever is fearful and afraid, let him return and depart early from Mount Gilead. And there return of the people twenty and two thousand, and there remain ten thousand. And the Lord said unto Gideon, The people are yet too many. Bring them down unto the water, and I will try them for, for thee there. And it shall be that of whom I say unto thee, This shall go with thee, the same shall go with thee. And of whomsoever I say unto thee, This shall not go with thee, the same shall not go. So he brought down the people unto the water, and the Lord said unto Gideon, Everyone that lappeth of the water with his tongue as a dog lappeth, him shalt thou set by himself. Likewise, everyone that boweth down upon his knees to drink. And the number of them that lapped, putting their hand to their mouth, were three hundred men. But all the rest of the people bowed down upon their knees to drink water. And the Lord said unto Gideon, by the 300 men that lapped will I save you and deliver the Midianites into thine hand and let all the other people go, every man, unto his place. We're going to stop right there at verse 7. If I read to you Judges chapter 7, verses 1 through 7. And I like to use for a title today, God don't need no coward soldier. All right. <laughs> God don't need no, no coward soldier. All right. 
Now we haven't heard, I haven't heard that word in a long time, coward. You know, back then they, that's mostly all they used. You so, you, why you weren't like you, you coward? You know, we don't hardly use that today, but our main verse that we're going to uh, concentrate on is, is verse number three. So let me read it again. Now therefore go to proclaim in the ears of the people, saying, Whosoever is fearful, can you say fearful? Fearful. And afraid, let him return and depart early from Mount Gilead. So he's saying, whosoever is fearful and afraid, let him turn. So in the text that we read, there were, it said 22,000 returned. 22,000 people, and there remained only 10,000. So I did the math, which was easy. It started out with 32,000. And the ones that were fearful and afraid that returned was 22,000. Can you imagine that many people? 22,000 returned. Why? They were fearful and afraid. Can you imagine? You know, the children of Israel, I can just imagine them. When uh, they were in Egypt under Pharaoh, and praise God, they, Pharaoh wouldn't let them go. He wouldn't let the, the children of Israel go. So what they did, they were 40 years, 40 years in Egypt. And God raised up a leader, a deliverer, Moses. And he delivered them. But most of the time, we stay in different situations and, and, and be in circumstances. And we won't get delivered until we cry out unto the Lord. And so here... You know, God, I'm just giving you a little um, background history of what happened. So here the children of Israel, they cried out to the Lord. And you know, sometimes we'll, um, we'll sing this song, uh, I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. I'm a soldier in the army. But you know, we sing a song, but when it's actually time to go to battle, uh -oh. you know, uh -oh. you know. You know, they ask, well, are you afraid? <laughs> are you afraid? Look how many fell out by the wayside. 22,000 because they were afraid. So we can't go, you know, into get ready to go into battle to fight the enemy and you and be afraid. You know, you you just it just ain't gonna work. You're gonna have to go home. If you're afraid, just go home. And we don't have no need for you. We no need for God. Don't need no coward soldier. There's no need for you. Just go home. You wonder why so many people falling by the wayside are not able to go in? Hey, they might be afraid. And you have some people that are afraid. But God, can't, he don't need no coward soldier. Hey, if you're afraid, what is the word saying today? You got to go. You got to go home. You got to return. It's just, 
It's just all to it. God, you, you might think, hey, it's all about the numbers. Not in God's sight. He don't need a whole lot of people to win or Come on now. win a battle. God just needs, he can, just, he can have one person in faith. Come on now. Just one. Right. And I, oh, I got so much to, to share with you today. So let me try to calm down. Let's um, praise God. So we're saying um, we go through different things. And so the children of Israel, when they were getting ready to, I mean, Gideon, he was getting ready to go to battle. So he said um, he wanted to know about the people that were with him. So you, you can find out quickly about the people you got with you. Uh -huh. You're going to find out. Yeah. You stay in this race long enough, you're going to find out about the people that you have with you. You're going to know who really is for you and who really, you know, is not. And you just ask them, you want to go to the army? Let's, okay. You, you, you might want to go to the army. Anybody ever thought about going to the army? Okay, you sign up. You know, I'm signing my papers. I'm going to the army. You sign and be enlisted in the army. And then you go through the basic training. And then here comes the time for the actual battle to take place. And, and they say, are you ready? Got your boots on? You said you're a soldier. You want to be a soldier in the army. Lord, you got your clothes on? And then I want to show y'all a little, little demonstration. All right. I want to show you what, just what we do. In the morning time, we might get dressed. We say, oh, I don't know what to wear today. I'm just, I'm fixing to put on my favorite outfit today. Okay? So you, you get dressed. You put your favorite outfit on. It's my favorite outfit. Oh, God. Oh, God. What, ooh, what Doubt. And fear. My God. It's my favorite. I wear this every day. You better illustrate, sister. You get dressed in the morning. You better go out the door with your favorite outfit on. A lot of us, we say, oh, I got my war clothes on. We say, I got Ooh. my sword and my shield. Uh -huh. I got on the whole armor bar. You mean to tell me? If you, if you wear this every day out the door, it's oh. like you might as well be naked like you ain't got nothing on. Cause you ain't gonna win nowhere, no nowhere. No doubt, and no, no fear, and yes. no worry behind your neck. You're not gonna win in no battle, nobody battle with this on. You might as well say, "Hey, people say, girl, you better, you ain't got on no clothes. You better go back in the house, streaking out here." But I mean, that's how some of us, you know, actually, that's how some of us leave out the door a lot of mornings. When yeah, we yeah. put on fear yeah. and doubt and worry, My God. praise God. But God has new heights mm -hmm. and deeper depths and new levels. And you know, with every new level comes a new devil. Yeah. So we got to get dressed properly. We, we can't wear our garments and put them on like, you know, put on fear like a garment. That's what I wanted to say. We wear fear like it's a part of our clothes. We wear it like it's a garment. Hey, I got to put on my clothes. And you're putting on fear and doubt. You, you're not going to win today. 
or, or any other dam. But God has new levels and higher heights for us to go. And God even has miracles for us. But we can't take, we can't take fear. We can't take doubt. We can't take unbelief with us, y'all. We can't. Can't take them. We gotta, we gotta kick them out, and and they got to return back from whence they came. Yeah. Praise God. And um, we're gonna look at verse. You know, when Gideon was had to downsize his army, mm -hmm. he had thirty-two. He started out with thirty-two thousand. He had remaining ten thousand because twenty-two was so afraid and fearful they just had to. He told them, just return. That's, that's all you can say to some people. I, I don't need you. I, I don't need you. Y'all gonna have to. Um, Y'all gonna have to go. Mm -hmm. And Jesus had to do this on several occasions. Oh, and then he, um, God showed me that who, who in here would like to see the dead raised? All right. Now. Who would like to raise the dead? Okay, let's turn to Matthew chapter. Eight. Matthew chapter no Matthew chapter ten and verse twenty eight. Let's try to get this what God is saying today. Matthew chapter ten and verse twenty eight. Amen. And he says, Let's turn to, okay, okay, this is one of them, Matthew 10 and 28. Then I'll come back to the other. Okay. And fear not them which kill the body and are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Okay, that was one. Um, and let's turn to Luke chapter 8. I'm going to bring these two scriptures together. Luke chapter 8 and verse 48 and through 56. Okay, yeah, this is the one. Okay. Luke chapter 8, verse 48. And he said unto her, Daughter, be of good Cheer or comfort, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. While he yet spake, there cometh one from the ruler of the synagogue's house, saying to him, Thy daughter is dead, trouble not the master. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him, saying, Fear not, believe only, and she shall be made whole. And when he came into the house, he suffered no man to go in, save Peter and James and John and the father and the mother of the maiden. And all wept and bewailed her. But he said, weep not, she is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed him to scorn, knowing that she was dead. And he put them all out. He put them all out and took her by the hand and called, saying, Made arise, and her spirit came again, and she arose straightway, and he commanded to give her meat. And her parents were astonished, but the, he charged them that they should tell no man what was done. So here we're saying 
you know, even with Gideon, the ones that were afraid, he told them to return. Here it is, Jesus getting ready to do a miracle to raise this daughter, you know, from the dead. And here you got people laughing at you. My God. You got people laughing. I'm telling you, you got to know who you got with you. Uh, everybody don't believe like you do. Amen. So you can't have everybody around you Come when you trying to uh, do a miracle, when you trying to go higher heights and deeper depths. Everybody can't go with you. You, you know, I say, well, these are my friends. Your friends, you got to tell them bye-bye. Right. You know, Come you on. can't go. Everybody can't go with you. You're God right. wants to do miracles. Jesus had to put them out. Don't be afraid to put people out. Don't be afraid. Amen. Come on. So Jesus, he wants to do miracles. He said, he is, you're great. You do miracles so great. Hey, you got people that are around you. They're, they're not on the level. Everybody's not on the same level. Everybody's not going to believe the same way you do. So, hey, open the door. Bye-bye. Tell them they got to go. Just tell them they got to go. That's how it was with Jesus. Especially, you know, when you're talking about raising the dead, praise God. Amen. You just got to put them out. They don't believe, you know, the way you do. Just put them out. Praise God. So we can't let fear, doubt, unbelief, and worry. It can't, can't hang around us. It can't, let me take this off because I don't want y'all to think that I'm, 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 uh, hey, I'm wearing this. This was just an example. This was just my little example. I got to pull this off. Praise God. Because I got places I want to go. I got right. things I want to do. Right. And I know that the enemy is trying, you know, I had been shy uh, uh, coming up a lot. And so I, I knew what game the, de the enemy was trying to play with me. I knew, praise God. I knew he's, you know, trying to keep me uh, shy and timid. I, I knew that. But praise God, amen. I had to tell fear he had to go. Come on now. I had to keep him out the door. And look what the Lord has done. I'm standing up here today. Praise God. Even I know I wouldn't be up here before you all today. So praise God. Amen. Praise God. And then if you got to go, you just got to go. Yeah. Praise God. Amen. But some people, you know, uh, you know, will entertain fear. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not saying I'm perfect and I haven't entertained fear. I mean, it just tried to attach itself with me. That's, you know, it'll try, you know, it'll try, you know. Like I said, if you put them clothes on, it'll make you think, hey, this my, these are my regular clothes. Oh, no, devil, these are not my regular clothes. Fear, I'm not putting on fear. I'm not wearing it like a garment. So that's how we have to overcome, amen. We just have to just open the door and let it go on where it needs to go. And some people say, send it back to the pizza of hell from whence it came. Praise God. Yes. Praise God. We thank God. Let's look at, um, let's see. I know I had mentioned two scriptures in one, and you know, it's saying how you you fear, um, don't fear the one that's able to destroy the body, mm -hmm. yeah. but fear the one that's able to destroy the body and soul and inhale. That's, don't fear the devil that just can't destroy this body. Mm -hmm. He can, he can destroy this body. Amen. 
you know, we worry stuff, we people drink and, and smoke and, you know, mess up their body, you know. And the, the enemy, he can destroy the body. But we're not to fear him. He only can destroy the body. He can't destroy the soul. So we're just to fear the one that is able to destroy the body and the soul. And then I was wondering, now how did Gideon get to um, 10,000 people left in his army? So now we want to go to Judges chapter 6. I want to bring, I want to bring this uh, picture, paint a picture to you today on how uh, about his army. He had to send the ones that were fearful and afraid. So let's go to Judges chapter 6. And we're going to see uh, how this unfolds. Okay. And we're going to look at verse 1. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian seven years. Now, you would think that, you know, the children of Israel, all they went through that you know, God brought them up out of the land of Egypt. He fed them with manna, and they walked, they went through the Red Sea, and God delivered them from Pharaoh. You would think, you know, that they're going to, you know, serve God now. You know, they came through all of this, and now, you know, easy, easy, easy road. They're going to serve God, you know. But it said they did evil at this point. They, in this particular uh, scene, they did evil in the sight of God. So God said, okay, I'm going to let the Midianites capture you for seven years. Now they went through 40 years with Pharaoh. Now they're going to go through seven years. Wow. We come after one trial. We praise the God. Then we have to go into another one. Because of what something we did. This something they did evil. They called this. We want to blame God for everything. Yeah. Mm, God, God, why did you let these? Why I, we got to go through these Midianites and be captured for seven years? Well, did you not? Did a light bulb not go off in your head? Saying that you did evil when God told you, when I bring you out. Don't serve the other gods of the land. Yes. You know, you would think, you know, that's easy said. But he said, don't serve the other gods. Which brings me to thinking that to us, there's only one God, capital G-O-D. But there are many false gods out there. So the land... You know, you go into a strange land, you don't know what kind of gods the people are serving, and yet you can be so easily distracted, you know, and start, you know, little things creep up, creep in one at a time. You know, you might bring, you'll pick up some of their ways and bring them, you know, into, you know, the church. How we do sometimes. Different ones come in, praise God, and then they bring in some with them now. Oh. They bringing some things with them. Don't look around at nobody. But they bringing different 
things in with them. So, you know, they bringing hay. We did stuff this way in our church. You know, you have to be careful. You do. You know, and then here come, you know, this is spirit of jealousy that crap in. You know, you have to be real careful. And so, and then you know, fear, ooh, they finna take my place. You know, they finna take, take my place. That's the truth that goes on. But we have to be careful, you know, when we, you come into a new place around new people. And then, you know, uh, then you start serving their gods. My God. Help the people. And then, Help us. God had to put us in check. Okay, okay. Yeah. So since you, I asked you not to serve the other gods. So since you're doing this, mm -hmm. I got somebody that's going to be a match for you. <laughs> I got somebody. They're going to put you back into your place. Then here you're going to have to cry out again to me. You know, and I'm going to have to prepare somebody else to deliver you again. How many times do we get delivered in church? Oh. How many times do we get in the deliverance line? Oh. So, oh. so many times. God, please. God, deliver me. I won't do it again, God. Please, God. Deliver me, God. I'm sorry, God. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to serve them other gods. God, you know, God, help me. We cry out to God. And then God says that in Psalm 115, that he's our God. He said that their gods are idols. They are made with men's hands. They said they have mouths, but they can't speak. They have ears, but they can't hear. They have hands, they can't handle. They have mouths. So their gods are idols. But our God is in heaven. And he said he does whatever he pleases. So we don't go around serving the other gods. My God. I mean, if you really take an analysis of how many gods we serve, how many? They can't even speak. They can't even hear, but they got ears. They can't smell, but they got nose. Oh, I mean, the gods kept, I mean, small g-o-d-s, there are so many. And they're, they, we're serving them. My God. How many gods are we serving? But here it is. That God, he's going to raise up someone. He's going to send a prophet. That's what ooh, if I, can, if I can get to the prophet. That's what we say. If I can just get a word from the prophet, I'll be all right. Praise God. But that word might not be the word that you want to hear. Have not I sent thee? So God said to Gideon that he was going to save 
Gideon by his hand. God was going to save them. Praise God. And then, you know, sometimes we question God. You know, God say, you know, I'm going to save Israel by your hand. Then we want to say to God, um, I think verse 15 says that, Oh, my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. See, we, are, we question God when he say he want to use us. God want to use us. But we question him, God, hey, my, you want to use me? Do you know I came from, what family I came from? You know where I grew up in the projects? Right. God, I know you don't want to use me. I've been around, you know, all these ghetto people. You know, I've been, we've been hustling all these years. I know you don't want to use me, God. You want to use me to save Israel? My God. But God says that he wants to use you. Yeah. He wants to use us. And here we questioning God. But God does. He, he wants to. See, that's where the fear comes in again. Yeah. So you get fearful, God, and then you be shaking. God, you want to you wanna use me? I know, you know, sometimes you, you know your nerves, but try to get the best of you when it's time for you to get up and listen to the word. Sure you know, your, your knees sure start shaking and say, I tell the devil, I said, you better get away from me, devil. I ain't nervous. You know, he might stop. You know, he was going to put he thought he was going to make me wear nervousness today. Like, oh, no, I'm not putting on no nervousness. I'm not putting on no fear. I'm not wearing fear like a garment. So he'll try to make you nervous when God said he want to use you. He look, young people, y'all did a great job singing. All of you, praise God. The devil trying to make you afraid to get up here and do anything for God. But hey, don't wear fear like a garment. Don't put it on. Don't put on fear. Don't be afraid. The Bible says, whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. That's, I think, Psalm 56 and 3. Whenever. See, fear will come knocking at your door. And uh, you can open the door, but you got to tell it, hey, you're not coming in here. Fear, you're not coming in here. Open it. Don't be afraid to open the door. You know, a lot of us be afraid when the Jehovah Witness comes out of church, child house. We be afraid to open the door. Don't be afraid to open the door and tell them, you know, open the door. Say, what you want? I got, what you want? I got a pamphlet for you. I don't need it. Don't thank you. Bye-bye. You know, just, hey, don't be afraid, though. Don't be afraid to open the door. Praise God. Don't be afraid. So the Bible says, whenever I am afraid, I will trust in thee. So Gideon, after all of this, God told him he wanted to use him to, you know, save Israel. Then he, um, he asked God for a sign. He said, God, you're going to have to give me a sign that this you, that this you talking to me. And how many of us ask God for a sign? Yeah. God, yeah. how am I going to know this you? You know, and we fear still trying to creep in. God, how I know this is not me and this is you? You know, so he asked him for a sign. But praise God, when God tells us something, we can go to the bank. We can take it to the bank. We can write a check and take that check to the bank 
and it's going to be good. When God tell you something, praise God, amen, you can take it to the bank. Praise God. Unless you open the door and let fear come in. Praise God. Okay, so God sent an angel, uh, Judges chapter 6, verse 23. And the Lord said unto him, Peace be unto thee. Fear not, thou shalt not die. Because he had seen the angel, and Gideon here, he was about to get afraid again, thought he was going to die. But the Lord said to him, peace be unto thee. And I want to encourage the Holy Shalom today. Look at verse 24, because we have the church name in here, our minister named Jehovah Shalom. And I wanted y'all to see this uh, uh, Judges 6, chapter 24. Everyone, please. Okay, then Gideon built an altar there unto the Lord and called it Jehovah Shalom. Thank God. Until this day, it is yet in opera of the Abbey's rites. So he built an altar to the Lord yes. and called it Jehovah Shalom. The Lord is peace. Yes. The Lord is peace. God would say to us, peace. Peace to this house. Yes, God. He is the Lord of peace. So do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee. And wheresoever you go, do not be afraid. And do not be fearful. So uh, I want to bring out another point about um, when Je Gideon had to downsize and he had to, uh, let's go to Judges chapter 7. I want to look at this. I think this is important for us to, to see. Because, okay, we left off that he had 10,000. Okay, God going to have to narrow it down again. He's going to have to narrow the people down again because we think it's all about the numbers, but it's not. Amen. It's not. It's about whether you're walking in faith. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's look at um, Judges chapter 7 and we're going to look at let's see, we'll start at verse um, 5. Okay, so he brought down the people unto the water, and the Lord said unto Gideon, Everyone that lappeth of the water with his tongue, as a dog lappeth, let him, I mean, him shall thou set by himself. Likewise, everyone that bowed down upon his knees to drink, and the number of them that lapped, putting their hand to their mouth, were three hundred men. But all the rest of the people bowed down upon their knees to drink water. And the Lord said unto Gideon, by the three hundred men that left, will I save you. Now, we started out with 32,000. Mm -hmm. 22,000 left. 10,000 remain. And now we got to three hundred men. Now, that's a big drop from 32,000. So you see, God don't use us like we think he should use us, you know, in the numbers. God, God don't, have, don't, don't take the whole crowd for God. 
And then he said, by the 300 men, was he going to save Israel? That's a big drop from 32,000. That's a big drop. Praise God. So I, I can imagine some pastors, they have large congregations. Praise God. And they were saying, I just give me all of what I believe. I can hear some saying, God, I don't, I don't want, I don't want all of these many. Just give me the one that's gonna pay their tithes. <laughs> I can imagine now. Just give me the one that's paying tithes. Give me the one that's in faith. Pay your tithes and have faith, and I can go. I can. We can win with those. But them other ones. That non-tithers and that's in fear, doubt, unbelief, word. God, I don't even need them. You can let them go. Just give me the faithful. The faithful. The faithful to the word of God. Give me the faithful tithers. Give me the faithful those that are in faith. Praise God, and we can win this battle. So we have to really. I mean, this is just encouragement just to know. I mean, that God don't need a crowd. God don't need no coward soldiers. When you're getting ready to do battle, to go to war, hey, give me those that believe or in faith. I'll take them with me any day. So what is God saying? He'll save us. He'll save us, but only he need those to go with him are the ones that are in faith. And we have to, we can't just have the word. We have to mix the word with faith. Yeah. Then you get results. Mix the word of God with faith. Just the word alone, that's good, but you need to add some faith along with the word of God, praise God. And get all the ones that don't believe the way you believe. I believe if we, if we just had the ones that believe the way we believe, we can raise the dead. Because God wants to use us. He wants to give us miracles. He does. He had a miracle for Gideon. And how he won. See, we don't, God don't let us win like we think. You know, with all the people. Let me tell y'all how good God is. He had Gideon have a trumpet. And the 300 men that he had, he said, now when I blow my trumpet, I want you to blow your trumpet. And so can you imagine 300 men at the same time blowing a trumpet? And do you know what that did to the enemy? That confused the enemy. Praise God. So if you blow that trumpet, blow your trumpet, blow your trumpet in battle. God don't have to use Amen. You know, we think we got to use guns and knives, you know, to kill, you know, our enemies off. God can use a trumpet to kill your enemy off. And they are going against themselves. So praise God. I want to encourage you today. Amen. So when God said, blow the trumpet, sound the alarm on my holy mountain, you blow your trumpet. When I blow my trumpet, then you blow your trumpet. All of us in this house, let's stand so we can blow the trumpet. Let's blow our trumpet. Hallelujah. God wants us. Amen. To win every battle. 
God, you do still save, God. Oh, God, we thank you. You deliver with an outstretched arm. So we bless you today, and we praise you. God bless you, and God keep you. In Jesus' name. Amen.